0: Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to the next episode, part two of episode 296, really part four in the Mental Resilience Toolbox. So far, we have talked about shame. Then we did an episode on uh, 10 ways that trauma made me stronger. Then the third episode was all about anxiety and the five lessons that I've learned to help us break through. And then today I want to talk about our feelings, five truths, about our feelings. Um, now, the reason I, I could have said managing our emotions, but I really wanted to use the word feelings because it kind of just drives it home a, a little bit more. But look, it is completely normal for all of us to be driven by our feelings instead of kind of the other way around. You know, we, um, we tend to believe our feelings. And so we can often be very dominated by the way that we feel, which is why we can react. I mean, just take a simple example when people get so cranky on social media, um, you know, they they can say some terrible things, and that's because they're not able to control their feelings when they see someone else when they may be posting something or giving an opinion, and people really struggle to to, to control their feelings. Another example would be this whole yes-no referendum vote right now on the voice. Oh my gosh, like people are, again, uh, rather than just able to have some healthy civil debate, um, you know, people are getting so upset. Um, I had one, I remember one person when I did a episode on that, for example, where I didn't say what to vote, but I just spoke about some of my concerns. And this person's like, oh, I had to pull the car over and cry. And I'm like, "You're you're kidding me. Like, if, if listening to a podcast makes you pull over and cry, then it's like, okay, I think we've got some lessons to learn on, on managing our feelings because our feelings and our emotions, while they are wonderful things, they shouldn't have that much power over us. In fact, the Bible says, and it's my favorite scripture, and I was reading it this morning in Psalm 91, that he who remains is or dwells in the shelter of the most high. And the amplified version says that we will remain stable and fixed in the presence of the almighty. Now I've read a lot of Joyce Meyer books over the years, and she talks about, she uses that scripture to talk about how that can also be uh, in reference to our emotions, that when we dwell in the presence of God, that his will and his plan is for us to remain stable in all areas of our life, including emotionally, not to be reactive, not to be led by our motion emotions not to go up and down now there are occasions when we can use our emotions in a good way um, for example in Colossians I think it is it talks about let peace be the umpire that guides you um, in other words that peace when we're trying to make a decision on something, um, but again, this is this is more the Bible's talking about more than just a feeling. This is like a peace that comes from God, and that peace that comes from God can be um, an example of where we can use. Um, a, a human emotion, which is peace. However, in this instance, it's God-given um, to guide us in making decisions for our lives. So there's a real balance here when it comes to our emotions and our feelings. But I definitely think we've all got room to um, to practice managing them um, more. So I'm going to give five truths about them today. This episode's not going to be too long, but um, send it to whoever you think needs to hear it, or it might help. So here we go. The first one is this. The first truth is own them. Just own them. Um, In other words, I'm responsible for my feelings, not someone else. Don't make someone else responsible for your feelings. Don't make someone else be the one to have to own your feelings. You own your feelings, not the person who offended me, not the person who said something I didn't like, me. Take personal responsibility for our own feelings. That is a very powerful thing to do because it means that nobody else can control us or make us feel anything that we don't choose to feel. And that is freedom right there. It's also really powerful because it means, well, if I'm owning my feelings, then I can do something about them. I'm not just this out of control person. Number two you don't have to believe them. Now, I have to remind myself of this one on an almost daily basis. I tend to believe my emotions straight away. So if I'm feeling a bit down, it's like I'm down. I believe that feeling. If I'm feeling scared about something, I'm like, oh, I'm scared. And I just literally believe my feelings so easily. But just because we feel a certain way doesn't mean we have to believe it. And this is a really powerful thing to remember because this brings agency to us. This means, oh, there's another option here. And this is when it's a really good thing, by the way, to turn to the word of God. So if I feel fear and I'm believing my fear and I'm letting that fear lead me, well, when I firstly own it and then secondly realize, oh, I don't have to believe it, I can then go to the Bible and say, well, God, what do you say about fear? And I can choose to believe something else. I can choose to believe what God says. So this gives agency. I get to lead my feelings instead of letting my feelings lead me. Number three. Now, this one, some of you might not like this. No one else has to validate your feelings. <gasps> Ouch. Ouch. This is a hard pill to swallow, right? Let me say it again nobody else has to validate your feelings. Now, this is very countercultural because the messaging that we're getting from the world is I need validating, my feelings are valid. Guess what? No, they're not. Bear with me. Feelings are just that, they're feelings. Now, Sometimes, absolutely, our feelings need uh, need validating, sure, but not all the time. Now, I've noticed how much we make children focus on their feelings these days, right? Like every book that you pick up in a bookstore is about a child's feelings. It didn't used to be that way. This is like a pretty new phenomenon. So over-validating our feelings makes us Focus on them. It makes us more at the mercy of them. But what we can do, a bit like what I was talking about with the anxiety episode, what we can do is instead go, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna stand aside for a minute, I'm gonna observe my feelings. So, hmm, I woke up a little sad today. Oh, okay, right. Well, maybe that person, they're making me really annoyed right now. But we don't have to sit with every single feeling. And I think that's what happened with that person that was telling me that you know they cried cuz they didn't like what I they, they they didn't like my opinion on something I'm like and then and then they come along and tell me I don't have to validate that. Like you can't make everyone validate every single thing, especially when it comes to, oh, I don't like that person's opinion. So they have to validate my feelings about that. That That is not setting us up to be very resilient when it comes to being out in the real world. The real world doesn't work that way. So we don't have to sit with every single feeling and I don't have to tell other people every single feeling either. And I certainly don't have to seek validation from everyone on my feelings. Again, um, that is a powerful thing because we're not giving someone else that agency over us. We're owning it, owning it, owning it, owning it. Number four, our feelings don't dictate how the world operates. Let me say this again. Our feelings do not dictate how the world operates. So just because I feel something doesn't mean that the whole world around me has to change to accommodate my feelings. This will only make me frustrated and upset when others don't change for me. Again, this is countercultural. We're in a world in a society where it's like, "Hey, if I tell you I feel a certain way, then you have to" accommodate my feelings. Pronouns is a good example of this, right? Like we I I saw another one the other day. This lady on a radio station had this guy come along and I can't remember what it was, but he was trying to be really inclusive of like women and trans women and trans men anyway, it was this confusing conversation. And this woman on the radio, she was brilliant. She goes, just stop, stop, just stop. She goes All right, she goes, you're you're talking to me here on my radio station with me. I'm a woman. I'm a woman. I just want you to say woman. I'm not going to, um, you know, play a part in all of this other nonsense. That's what I'm talking about. It's like, oh, we all have to accommodate everyone's feelings by remembering the 55,000, you know, pronouns. It's just not reality. And it's really um, making for a really kind of hostile world. If you guys notice how hostile the world is right now, Um, I'll give you another example. I had this girl message me, a few weeks ago, all of like, I don't know, she was super young, telling me that I had to, I had to make my social media posts more nuanced and gentle and not so black and white so that she could be more enticed to listen to the episodes. This is a classic case of someone who thinks the world revolves around her and her feelings and her opinion. I mean, imagine her shock when I said to her, actually, no, I don't. Because the episode that you're talking about that's upsetting you or the post that's upsetting you and making you tell me I have to be more nuanced and gentle, that's actually bringing tears of relief to a bunch of other people who were also messaging me. So your feelings on something don't dictate how the world operates. And the sooner that we and uh, can embrace that and understand that and accept that, the easier our life will be. Again, it's super freeing. You can just get on with your life without the exhaustion of making the rest of the world fit in with you. Cameron and I pretty much live our lives like this and it's so freeing. Anyone, anyone, is allowed to exist on any emotional spectrum that they like, okay, regardless of anyone else's opinion. Let me say that again anyone is allowed to exist on any emotional spectrum that you want to be on, regardless of anyone else's opinion. You just can't make the whole world um, march according to your emotional drum. Does that make sense? Very freeing. Number five, the last one I can get on with my day despite my feelings. Boom. How powerful is this? This is a good one again for me to remind myself. This is a good episode for me. I can go on with my day despite my feelings. So, if you see your feelings as something you can observe but you don't have to respond to, and then you choose just to keep going on with your day instead of stopping, focusing on them, entertaining, meditating, thinking, contemplating, I guarantee you will be a lot happier. This is how we lead our feelings instead of allowing our feelings to lead us. Now, in my observation, people who do this are much more emotionally stable and resilient. Now, even better is when we use our day-to-day to actually help someone else, because then we find that our feelings become even lower on the scale and our feelings turn into one of purpose and joy. And who doesn't want that? So let me just go over these five truths again about our feelings. Number one, own them. Okay. Be responsible for your feelings. Don't make someone else be responsible. Number two, I don't have to believe my feelings just because I feel a certain way. doesn't mean I have to believe it. Number three, Nobody else has to validate my feelings. Very powerful way to go through the world when no one else has to validate your feelings. Number four, they don't dictate how the world operates. And number five, I can get on with my day despite my feelings. Remember, be an observer, look at them. Okay, no problem. Go on, go and help someone else. It's a powerful way to help lift our own feelings. But of course, let me end with the, um, the The thought that it goes without saying that all of us need people in our lives that we can be honest with. I'm talking about when it comes to you know, our feelings out in the big wide world, but all of us need our person. All of us need someone who loves us and we love them. Someone we feel safe with someone we can process things with that's important for everybody, but we don't have to do that on mass with all of our feelings all day long. I hope that's helped you share these episodes and all the episodes in the mental resilience toolbox. And I look forward to being back with you guys next week until then. Have a wonderful week. Bye.